His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I wonder, have you been annoyed by somebody? Has somebody just irked you? Have they got up your crawl? Don't repay junk with junk. How about just extending a little bit of love? An olive branch, so to say. Yeah, we're calling it the cake pop drop. As Rob mentioned, it's the modern day olive branch. Extending grace to a person who really irks you. Maybe you feel annoyed or frustrated or upset. Well, instead of giving them a piece of your mind, let's give them a piece of cake. So um, Allie actually did this. Mm-hmm. How did it work? Well, I I didn't hear back, but I felt good knowing that the person I wanted to give a piece of my mind to is instead blessed and got yeah. a little note of encouragement. Because that was the whole thing, right? Yeah. I got a code violation notice, and I was, thought it was unfair. <laughs> and so I sent the code enforcement officer at Cake Pop. Look at you. Isn't yeah. that cool? Mm-hmm. Instead of a peace of mind, it was love. Yes. In the form of a cake pop. Jim did it to a weather guy. You didn't like the weather guy? Uh, no, 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 no. Weatherman in uh, Michigan, he was just going off because everyone's giving a hard time for having a bad weather reports. And you gave him a cake pop. Yeah, poor Good little fella. Okay. What about you, Rob? Do you have someone in your life that you kind of get annoyed with? Me. And not Jim. Uh. <laughs> He just wants to cake, cake, cake pop. Yeah, he's, he's By the way, extra annoying if today. If you need somebody who needs a cake pop, let us know, okay? 800-447-7234. But I'll tell you. You got one? Yeah, somebody up the street from us. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah. Well, see, we've been in this neighborhood for 18 years. Mm-hmm. One day, my wife and my son were going down the street. She was walking. Eli was on his bike. We talked to the guy probably once when we first moved in and never again since. He's just like, you know, drive by, even no courtesy wave or anything anymore. So uh, one day he drove by and he didn't like our son in the road. And so he rolled down the window and he said something to my wife about it. I think he needs a cake pot. I think you're right. I think I'm going to extend love. With a cake pot. It's beautiful. Wouldn't yeah. it be cool if it changed his heart and maybe he became neighborly? Maybe we could be friends. Yes. Best fr- I need a best friend in the neighborhood. <laughs> maybe we can be friends. You're going to get a cake pot. Let's do it. I'm yeah. annoying myself right now. Yeah, you can't give yourself a cake oh, pot. I'm sorry. On. Hey, is there somebody that irked you that needs an olive branch, that needs a cake pop? Do let us know if you would. 800-447-7234. You can call or text that in. More than just pretty voices. I mean, face it. There are people you get along with, and there's others that, well, not so well. Sometimes they irk you. Sometimes they annoy you. You have, well, a little bump in the road with them. You want to give them a piece of your mind, but instead, instead of repaying evil with evil, how about repay it with good with a cake pop drop yeah it's like a modern day olive branch this cake pop because who doesn't want a little something sweet but Mm. choosing kindness over annoyance is kind of a daily decision that we have to make we have to do that over and over again and you know jj is somebody that has done something similar and she says the results were astounding so she shared her story in a text she says i actually gave cookies and a note of encouragement for someone that annoys me I didn't agree with her parenting style or almost everything about her. So I took her a basket of cookies, a devotion book, and a note saying, we're all in this parenting thing together. And I was praying for her. Now, when I see her, we're able to have a cordial conversation. We're by no means best friends, but we're able to be stress-free when we come into contact in the community. God is so good. Look at that. JJ has proved that a cake pop drop 
can work. Yes. So let's see who we can help out. And then we heard from Gina. I said, a lady I work with needs a cake pop. She's so difficult to work with. I've really been having a hard time not giving her a piece of my mind. But she wants to give her love in the okay. form of cake pop. Well, Gina, we're going to help you out. You will have a cake pop drop for that person. And we maybe should uh, note that these aren't like cake pops that were made by Jim Mann. No. These no. are yummy. That would yeah. be a Pinterest <laughs> fail there, wouldn't it? Okay. What? So here's Paul. Tell us, Paul, what's going on? I went to a doctor's care, urgent care facility yesterday, and I was having a real bad day. Falling and hurt my wrists and whatnot, and uh, the nurse or the doctor, they were just all hateful because I arrived at about 7.45, and I think they closed at 8. Paul. Yes, sir. I think they need a cake pop. Yeah. How many people are we talking here? Who was all involved at the at the urgent care? Uh, it was a lady that took my vitals, and then I guess the doctor, maybe the whole staff. Well, Paul, while we can't take care of the entire staff of the urgent care, I know. we'll do I two know. cake pops for you that we'll send Good. to you that you can bring and extend the olive branch in love. That would be beautiful. That is awesome. And I hope your wrist is doing okay. It is. I got it wrapped up, and it's better, and hey, God's a good God. Yeah. Okay, so two cake pops coming your way, Paul. Hashtag cake pop drop. How about you? 800-447-7234. You can call or text. His morning crew. Hey, thanks for joining the conversation this morning at 800-447-7234. John wants to chime in. So, John, what's going on, buddy? My mother will be 95 Saturday. She's in great shape. She still drives. I won't lie with her, but she still drives. When she bought a car like 10 years ago, she got first-time buyers. Really? Honest, honest to God, because they said, you never you never bought a car. Mom said, no, Dad always bought the car. Dad had just passed away before that. The Ford gave her first-time buyers, so she's writing a check out for the deposit. The young salesman, he's about 21, so he says, well, Miss Margaret, he says, you got lifetime oil changes. She looks at him, she looks at me, she looks back at him, she goes, what's that, about 10? He goes, no, you got lifetime. She goes, son, I'm 86 years old, I only drive 2,500 miles a year. How many oil changes can I get? Do the math. Sounds like she has a great sense of humor. Oh, she does. She does. She's not even thinking about dying because she told my sister and I the other day, she says, she says, you know, she says, the restaurant down the street only charged me half price because I'm over 90. So it doesn't pay me to buy groceries. She says, when I turn 100, they're all free. I can't wait to get my first one. <laughs> I looked at my sister. I said, we'll never see our inheritance. More than just pretty voices. We so get it. There are times where it's just not peaceful and there's somebody that has, well, you're not getting along with them. I mean, it gets a little annoying. It gets like kind of irky, and you just want to give them a piece of your mind. But we're suggesting kind of stop a little bit and extend a form of an olive branch in what we have dubbed the cake pop drop. I'm a busy little bee packing up all these boxes of cake pops, and I'm excited to do it for Kristen as well. She says my husband is a pastor, and his secretary has been on edge a lot lately. Her home life is stressful, so she brings it into the office. It's really made it hard on my husband to give his focus on God's word when his secretary is being so difficult. She definitely needs a cake pop. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do a cake pop drop for you, Kristen, so that that can go to your husband's secretary. Yeah, hopefully that'll brighten her day and just let her know that she's loved and appreciated. And, you know, we're all in this together. Does this mean that you wanted to give her a piece of your mind? (laughs) I get it. She would never do that. No, not a pastor's wife. Mm -mm. I like that she (laughs) wants to do the cake pop drop. Yeah. Okay, Kristen, one's coming your way, girl. 
his morning crew. There's some mysterious signs popping up in a Florida town that are making people's imaginations go wild. They're handwritten on pink and yellow poster board. They're on bus stops and guardrails and real estate signs, and they all say the same thing. What? I'm sorry, Lisa. Huh. So everyone's like, what happened to Lisa? Who's Lisa? I've got to know what this story is. And since these signs have been uh, posted, the mystery has unraveled a little bit. Oh, really? So it turns out this lady Lisa was on a first date with a guy and something really terrible happened. He got up from the table and he said, I need to go out to my car. I need to get my wallet. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he comes back inside and he says, Lisa, you're not going to believe this. He goes, I don't have my wallet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Come on. Let's still work. the bill. Wow. <laughs> and uh, this is the part that makes me a little nervous, okay? Lisa says she's forgiven him, which is nice. That's Good. fine. But she also says that it shows that chivalry isn't dead. Lisa. What? Come on. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit worried she's going to give this guy another chance, and I'm just not sure that's the right move for her. Mm. She's a a beautiful lady. She's a hairdresser, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping maybe she'll get some other dates out of this. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. Just just be careful, Lisa. Just be careful, right? I feel yeah. I feel like her big brother. I was going to say, it's very fatherly <laughs> advice. I know, yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see more signs coming up. I'm sorry again, Lisa. Yeah, Good oops. Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot my wallet again. Sorry about that. Mornings with his morning crew. One thing you need to know about our producer, Jim Mann, is that he has such a strong feeling for cats. So we have the honor and we have the privilege of Jim Mann, Uncle Jim, presenting to you yet another cat story. There was his family traveling along the interstate, and they came across this van with a family in there and a cat. Isn't that unusual? No. No? Doesn't sound that unusual. Oh, I forgot to mention. The cat was on top of the van. The van's traveling like 60 miles an hour. No, and the get cat real. It's on top of it, kind of like it's a surfboard. Tied down or something? No, just, sit, just sitting there. Meowing like, help. Hold kind of oh, on for dear man. life. Yeah, yeah. This is what this uh, little family said about this. I said, there's a cat on your roof. I just keep saying, a cat on your roof, you know. And she looks at me and she's just, oh my God, she looks startled. And so immediately they slow down. I mean, how that cat held on at high speeds like that is amazing. And I want to know what happened to the cat. People in Omaha want to know what happened to the cat. Let's find out what happened to this poor cat. Yeah, please. I want to know what happened to the cat. What happened to the cat? What happened to the cat? I don't know. I mean, this thing didn't even have a roof rack. You think, oh, it's a roof rack. He's holding on there. There's nothing. It's just a slick top of a van, and he didn't have tennis shoes on or anything. Did the lady pull over and get the cat? I mean, come on. I don't know. I think Jim. so. Yeah, they slowed down. The cat, it wasn't their cat either. What? How do you know that if we don't know what happened to the cat? Yeah, come on. Because I, I I, have uh, people out there in the cat uh-huh. world. So complete the story. It was a stray cat. So they you pulled do not over. You know that. I do know that. Do I? <laughs> Are you making this up? This I don't part? make up. You know, if it was their cat, it'd be inside the van. Stray cats <laughs> ride on top. Well, no, I'm thinking maybe they went on a trip and the kitty, like, just jumped on top. <laughs> or the cat was on top of the car. They the didn't even see it when they pulled out of the, the garage. <laughs>
Oh, oh my God. I'm, shut this down, man. Let's just get the cats on. Hangs out in your house. House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. Rob, Allison, and Jim. She had that one teacher that just really meant a lot to you. Mm. No? Mr. We Met, eighth grade for me. Uh-huh. See? Mm-hmm. See, Allison, you got somebody. Mrs. Strayer, history, oh, yes. oh, seventh grade. Fantastic. I don't have any myself, but that's not the point. <laughs> Trip Parsons is a, uh, a student. His, his teacher's name was Brian Pattonald, I believe it is. Uh, this is in Georgia. And uh, he's known him since, I think, like, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, something like that, like a second grade. And uh, so in in uh, sixth grade, he was his math teacher. Okay, you got the picture right now? Yeah. And uh, But he had the, the teacher had this really thick beard and apparently disturbed uh, Trip, the student. So in sixth grade, this is the conversation he had with him. It was in sixth grade. He, I went up to him and asked him when he was going to shave the beard. And he said, well, if you become valedictorian, I'll shave the beard. Oh, man. So he figured, uh, I'm pretty safe, right? What, what are the odds? Well, he just graduated. And, of course, he was valedictorian. It kind of motivated him, in fact. He was a good student, obviously, but it motivated him. Hey, I'm going to just keep trying harder and harder. So the beard comes off, huh? So, yeah, and he didn't, Trip didn't even think about it. You know, but the teacher, Mr. Pattenald, he uh, reminded him and shaved it. Good. Oh, I love that. There's a man of integrity. And plus, he wanted to see what what was underneath that beard. Yeah. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Austin, he has a uniform when he works, and it's all blue. I mean, it's pretty cool. His sneakers, his shorts, his T-shirt, and it's all covered up with a bright red cape and tights. Yeah, that's what he wears when he goes with his dad to feed the homeless. Oh, and by the way, he's not creepy. He's four. (laughs) So it's not some guy (laughs) in his 30s running around like that. Austin is four years old. One day, he asked his dad a question. They're watching something on TV, and he looked at dad and said, Dad, what does homeless mean? And so his dad thought, I'm going to bring him to a homeless shelter so he can see what this really means. Well, now the rest is history, and Austin's dad will tell you what a special person Austin is. Austin has a lot of compassion because he has a brother with autism. So since he was born, he's always been a nurturer of his brother. He's kind of like a little dad to him. Would you like a sandwich? Yes, sir. Don't forget to show love. Yes, sir. Show love me. You care about someone no matter what they look like. That's like his mantra now, hashtag show love. And you just heard him giving a sandwich to one of the homeless people, which is so cool. Now, now he's a local celebrity in Houston, Texas. He's been on CNN. He's been on all over the place, social media. He is huge. Burger King took notice to him and gave him a $1,000 monthly allowance so that he can help feed the homeless. That is incredible. Yeah, right? And how fun to have $1,000 at Burger King to spread out and go wild. Wait a minute. You said it's creepy when an adult wears a cape and goes around? Yeah, and I've seen you, and it really creeps me out. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Janet Slaughter is a Michigan mom of three. About 10 years ago, her heart started to fail. So she got on the transplant list, but then... 
doctors discovered kidney cancer. Mm. And that diagnosis meant she was no longer eligible for a heart transplant, which would be devastating news. But Janet's attitude is just so inspiring. Her optimism has helped her to see the birth of her two grandchildren. Uh, But she knows her time is limited. So her family asked her to start thinking about her bucket list. They said, what is one thing that you really would like to do? And I said, one thing that you wanted to do that you never could. And I said, go to Savannah. It became a bucket list of mine. Then when I took a turn for the worse and stuff, I kind of started thinking it's not going to happen. But she did not give up, and neither did her family. They held a garage sale in Michigan to help pay for the trip. The staff at her hospice also chipped in money. And then this amazing place just outside of Savannah, Creek Fire Campground, provided four nights in a cabin for free. And these cabins are super cool looking. And she says everything was awesome. She got to see Savannah, and now she's starting to say y'all. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, hey, you know, Allie was showing me some of the pictures of that place. It looks amazing. It does. They really did right for her. That is so cool. Yeah, and it's neat uh, to hear her story and know that it's something we all take for for, for granted. You know, sure we do. live in a beautiful place that other people have on their bucket list to come see. Mm-hmm. And she got to see it. She did. Yeah, that was a good choice. And she didn't get into the very, very hot, sticky weather either. It's still very pleasant. It's pleasant no matter when you well, go. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think she would have ma- minded some sticky <laughs> yeah, that's weather. that's true. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We're hearing an update from Sherry. Sherry says she wants to give you one. What, what is it, Sherry? I called in yesterday morning and asked you to pray with me for a little girl in our church named Taylor. Uh, yes, how'd it go? The final testing before she went to surgery showed that her intestinal blockage had cleared. She got to go home. That is absolutely amazing. It is, and I just wanted to share share it with you and have you rejoice with us and the fact that she still has a long journey ahead of her, but she's doing good, and she did not have to have her small intestines operated on yesterday. Amazing. What has watching this unfold done for your faith? Oh, tons. I have a very strong belief in the power of prayer, and just to see it work for this little girl with so many people praying for her, it just it just reinstilled my faith. And you know what is so amazing about you, Sherry, is that you paused, you stopped, you prayed, and look what God did. Isn't that amazing? And that she recognized his um, miracle that happened. That was God. Mm -hmm. All the way. Way to go, Sherry. And and thank you, Jesus, for what you did. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I like to answer questions that people have that they're always thinking about. You know, what happens if you put this and this together? Right. And so I just go out to the shed out back and do these things. That's kind of scary and creepy. (laughs) Yeah, so I had some molten salt laying around. So I thought, hey, what would happen if you poured that into a watermelon? What? Huh. Molten salt? Yeah. What is molten salt? Yeah, please. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. They use in uh, nuclear reactors. <laughs> oh, my word. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm tracking with you. So I brought some in today. <laughs> it's something you don't want to touch. Okay. All right? Okay. So I let I left it to the professionals, Jonathan Thompson. He, he did this uh, beautiful little thing. And... Uh, 
So we set it up in a, in a safe area. So don't try this at home, kids, with your molten salt. Okay? The only molten I get around is molten chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, you can try that with watermelon. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this, this is, um, this is kind of what happened when he put the two together. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, that just exploded immediately. Oh. Immediately. Oh, boy, that was great. Uh, okay, then. Obviously, you need safety goggles. Because <laughs> he poured that in. He drilled a hole in the watermelon okay. and, and I made like a little funnel there and just poured it in there. Um, he the had nuclear this... waste into the watermelon <laughs> and it exploded. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that satisfying now that you know this? Oh, yeah. Mm. It answers a lot of questions. Yeah, so you can move <laughs> on with your life. And I think I will. Uh, Mornings with his morning one crew. One of my favorite shows from the 80s, Double Dare. A game show for kids on Nickelodeon hosted by Mark Summers made every kid want to get covered in jello, whipped cream, and slime. On your mark. Get set. Go! Yes, it's Double Tell the audience at home what you said when I came out here. It's better than Wheel of Fortune. That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> it was crazy. It's better there's, than Wheel of Fortune. There's still Wheel of Fortune today. <laughs> I know. And guess what? They're bringing Double Dare back. No, get out. Oh, yes. my goodness. It's a reboot. All right. I love it. I am sad, though. Mark Summers will not be hosting. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to cry. He's just a tad bit older. You don't think he'll relate to young kids? Is that what you're saying? Oh, he'll relate great. <laughs> what made them think not to do him? Remember his blazers and the, like, dorky tennis oh, shoes he wore? He was oh, awesome. So good. The new episodes are coming back June 25th, but uh, guess what? What? We don't have to wait that long. Really? What? He's coming here? Today? Because Rob and Jim are going to take a physical challenge. Oh, no. Jim's going to get slimed. Uh, um, uh, What? (laughs) Mornings with his morning crew. Allison says there's a throwback show that's coming back from Nickelodeon. If you were a kid of the 80s, you probably wished you could get covered in whipped cream and slime as you competed in the Double Dare obstacle course. Well, we don't have the obstacle course here. But in celebration of the news that Double Dare is coming back with new episodes next month, woohoo! Rob and Jim are going to do a physical challenge. This physical challenge is dedicated to the one and only king of rock and roll, Elvis. One of you, one of you gets the supply of ping pong balls and your partner gets to be Elvis. The object is to bounce the balls and catch them inside the guitar of Elvis. Thank you, Mark Summers. Well, Jim, you're going to be Elvis. Obviously. I'm going to pass the guitar to you. My thick, dark hair. Yeah. Rob, you've got the ping pong balls. I do. Mm. That's Sammy's guitar, my five year old, by the way, so don't hurt it. So, what do we do? We got to get these in the hole? Yep. They're strings. You're going to have to have five. He can pull the strings to the side, it'll work. If you you, uh, work at it, you can Uh achieve this. I just dropped one. No strings attached. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. All right. We have 30 seconds on the clock. You need to get five balls in the hole of the guitar. Uh-huh. Are you ready? I'm on ready. your marks, get set, go! Oh! Oh! Wow! Oh! oh. not failing. They've dropped three. They're all bouncing off. Oh, no! They have got no balls Ow. in the hole of the guitar. Oh! This is a double dare physical oh, challenge. 
This is an actual physical challenge. Hey, back up a little bit. Back what? up. What? Elvis, Don't talk to Elvis up. like Elvis, that. Back up. Elvis, <laughs> back up. <laughs> I feel like they're cheating. Three, two, one. Ow! All right, you cheated, but I'll ask anyway. How many balls did you get in There's the like hole? There's like 25 in there. Oh, okay. Here, you want to count them? All right, well, we have a prize for you guys. Tell us what they win, Harvey. Franklin's amazing word whiz. Don't look it up, punch it up with the word whiz. An instantly correct spelling of 80,000 words by Merriam-Webster plays exciting word games, too. And also, they'll get Tyco's four-wheel drive super turbo hopper. Yes! one twelve scale <laughs> provides four-wheel drive, four-wheel suspension, it. and twin turbo motors, and it's from Tyco. Yeah! The Tyco super hey. twin turbo hopper. I've always wanted one. <laughs> and the word whiz, are you excited about that, too? Huh? The word whiz. You want a word whiz from 1984. I want a twister. <laughs> All right. Way to go, guys. Oh, thank you very much. Rob, Allison, and Jim. We heard from Jessica, who is the mother of a Stephanie, who is turning six years old today. Happy birthday, Happy Stephanie. Happy birthday. Two things that a Stephanie loves about his radio is Jordan Felice and Down by the River plus the cat song. You know what? Since our producer, Jim Mann, has such a strong feeling for cats, just for a Stephanie who turned six years old today, happy birthday, young lady, we're going to do a cat story. And the cat song after this is just for you. Here, we're going to talk about cat and a hat. Actually, cats and hats. How about bats? <laughs> huh? Wow. And we're doing it royal version because uh, some friends of mine got married last weekend, Harry and Megan. And uh, so there are these rescue cats that are, you know, cats love to dress up and have their picture taken. They so, love it. Yeah, they got the little fascinators like Rob wears and these different <laughs> royal type Don't of hats. Fascinator. Oh, Rob, come you, on. you have one, one. We you all have, have proof. <laughs> but, yeah, but that was made done by Allie. But these are cats. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll cover for you. <clears throat> but these are just so precious. Cats with their happy expression, with the uh, hats on. They look very royal, I think. Very so, British. Yeah, these are British cats. It's got the little accent. and uh, But, you know, basically what they're doing is just kind of saying, hey, these cats need adopting. Poor little things, they're now wearing hats. So poor little things are wearing hats to get adopted. Okay. Yeah. The cats are like, oh, please get me out of this. Now we got to the bottom line of all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Rob, go ahead and adapt. Adapt a few of them. Maybe uh, 10, 12. I can't. I'm allergic. However, Jim always has an open heart make, make, and an make, open door. Make the sacrifice, Rob. Oh, I can't. You can. I will die. Just wear a mask all the time. Yeah, all right. What's wrong with you? All so right. selfish. So since the Stephanie is turning <laughs> six and the cat story was for her, so is this cat. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Kitty cat. Yeah. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? British cat. Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? 